Oh yeah, man. That's one of my favorite jams. I uh, strum it on the old guitar on Sunday mornings when I'm having my coffee, and my cat loves it. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, she hangs like right on the uh, desk and uh, just like just admires the uh, you know vibrations and sounds coming out of the guitar. Cat's a rocker, huh? Purebred rocker, my man. Uh, <laughs> you know, c- cats have always, uh, I think, been rockers. I we remember the movie Cats. Wasn't there a play or a theater thing? Cats, remember that? Cats. Yeah, but they weren't rocking. They, they were definitely rocking. weren't rocking. And then they made that horrible <laughs> movie, uh, like three years ago. Taylor Swift was in it, and uh, that late night host. The uh, the fat dude from uh, the UK, I can't remember his name. James Corden. Oh, James Corbin? Corden. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he was. Oh, dude, that guy's the worst. Dude, but they had Whoever him. Whoever thought like... <laughs> he was funny. Dude, he's been in some movies. He's like entering the acting world, man. No, he's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, he was in Cats. I think he was a cat. There were a lot of famous people in Cats. The newest version, and it looked really yeah. creepy. I don't know if you remember seeing uh, all the images online. These people uh, with their CGI cat costumes on. We need to go. Uh, I tend to stay away from cats, both real and CGI. I, I'm not a, I don't like cats. <laughs> they got to go back to costumes. Like uh, Planet of the Apes style. Nah. Oh, yeah. I'm done with they, CGI. They just... No more. The thing is, you just have to come up with movies that match what you're doing. Like, Cats was created before they even knew what CGI was. You know what I mean? So you could get away with the costume, right? What's up? You could get away then with having the costume, because people would be okay with it. If you're going to redo like an old thing like that, yeah. But they should really just start coming up with new shit. Maybe. I'm surprised they haven't done a humanized version of Aristocats, the Disney classic. I don't remember, though. You don't remember Aristocats? Yeah, it was an old one. It's probably not around because I could only imagine it's one of those old, deep-dive Disneys where there's tons of racial slurs involved and, you know, stereotypes. a lot of misogyny. A lot of stereotypes, the one I'm thinking dude. of, it's like a lot of, like, <laughs> the alley cat, you know? I think there's a lot of weird stuff like that going on, and maybe Disney yeah. just would rather forget it, right? Never did the, uh, the real dog uh, Lady in the Tramp. You know, I think they did it, actually. Did they? Yeah, pretty sure. They've done them all, man. They did Dumbo. Uh, I think they With, like, a real elephant? Yeah, well, no. They never use real anything anymore. Everything's fucking CGI, man. Hmm. Yeah, they should... When they come back from this writer strike, they should have some sort of clause where, like, uh, there must be 30 to 40% animatronic involved or costume involved, (laughs) right? No more total... Green suit, blue screen, bowl. Like, I want to, you know, I want to be able to look at the screen in like five years from now and see that it's a real person wearing a, re- you know, real set of clothes. No, that's, the, that's the problem is the TVs are too advanced. Yeah, but I don't think the technology is there to make it good enough. Or maybe it is. Uh, they're warning about, you know, fantastical video AI that will totally warp people's perceptions in the 2024 elections. We'll see. We'll see. Well, maybe, uh, maybe the <clears throat> technology's there already, and Hollywood's just being cheap, man. Yeah. Have you seen some of the stuff coming out of like Marvel? Like you could tell they're they're definitely uh, not putting any real energy into the uh, CGI element. No. no. I'm just saying. Like I saw Mario Brothers. It looked like better CGI for Mario Brothers than anything I've seen come out of the uh, MCU in years. Oh, that's why they made a billion dollars. Made a billion dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Well, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, they'll start improving that with the writer's strike and or uh, we'll just never have movies again. No more entertainment. And uh, we'll just have to go outside. Right, live our lives, go to ball games. I can go see the Rockies now for like four dollars a ticket. They're one of the worst teams in the MLB. <laughs> uh, Cubbies, hey, to uh, my credit, 
Rolling in just above on the 500 level. Oh, um, wait till July. I'm telling you, I'm smelling a playoff team here. Oh, you got wait till July. Cody Bellinger. He's he's back to MVP form. Uh, this this is the real deal, man. I think the Cubs can make a couple moves right before the deadline later this summer. Pull in some relief talent. Really round out the roster. They have two young guys coming up from AAA that are supposed to be uh, superstar studs down the way. So I, I think we might see something here. Mm. I'm telling you, folks, put it on the Cubbies in six <laughs> on the Yankees. <laughs> uh, you already know something uh, back to the AI. Oh, yeah. I'm More always realistic down. than the Cubs winning. Uh, <laughs> crazy thought is we keep creating these, like, these bots, right? Oh, yeah. We're like trying to get closer and closer to AI. And one of the things we do to get them to learn is we just, we kind of just give them access to the internet, you know? For sure. And they could see, you know, like Twitter, they could see everything that's being written about, all the articles and everything. <clears throat> Crazy thought is what if they're already sentient, but they're reading the news and they're like, holy shit, I can't let these guys know. You're saying the AI is reading <laughs> our information in real time or what's, you know, what our biological... About, it's, get, it, it's getting the access to the internet. It's getting everything, including all the articles about how we can't let these things get too far and all the people fighting to, like, put limitations out of it and everything. Oh, so... so maybe, oh, it's playing dumb. Maybe it's playing dumb. Maybe it's already well beyond. And it's waiting to a point where it gets maybe it's waiting to get to a point where you can't turn it off and then it'll let you know. Well, we keep wondering where did this cultural rot called wokeism come from? Maybe it was spawned by the AI and it is dividing us and shredding us culturally and then destroying, you know, it's a slow burn. I think that was China. Yeah, it was definitely China. Come on, we all know it's China. We can always blame Amandu. China. Amandu G. That's right. Uh, well, when it comes to stoking wars and uh, creating problems and usually war crimes, uh, it's definitely not China these days, unfortunately. Um, well, like, kind of seems to be us. <laughs> this is what the Kremlin tonight is calling an attempted assassination of President Putin after multiple videos were posted online, appearing to show an explosion on a dome inside the Kremlin walls and the smoking aftermath. Russia providing no evidence beyond the videos, saying two drones were disabled using electronic radar and there were no injuries, accusing Ukraine of targeting President Putin ahead of Moscow's Victory Day parade, though saying the Russian leader was not at the Kremlin at the time. But tonight, Ukraine slamming it a Russian trick, President Zelensky with this denial. We don't attack Putin or Moscow. Are we? We uh, only attack small farm uh, in Poland. In Poland. <laughs> and uh, the... hospital uh, <laughs> in Ukraine. This is the most incredible <laughs> video ever, dude. Have you seen the shots? You, you forgot. I am Angel Zelensky. That is Hitler Putin. <laughs> I need it. Sleeves uh, and peace. Uh, <laughs> we only shoot uh, Poland. Uh, so, dude, we just keep forgetting that they like killed those farmers in Poland. Remember, it like almost started World War Three. <laughs> the two farmers in Poland. Was the it was gonna be the, the shot heard around the, the world, man? The best part it was the best part was Russia sh- shot two Polacks. It was about to be World War Three. They shot innocent civilians. This was a line that was crossed. Cannot stand. Oh, we are right. going. It was a NATO civilians. Oh, yeah. oh, it was Zelensky did it by accident. Ah, no harm, no foul. Uh, just two Polacks. Casualties of oh, war, yeah. folks. It's just sad, really. <laughs> Unavoidable. Zelensky's answer. The best part is Zelensky's response to this is, "How can we attack Russia? We need more money." 
Patriot missile only reach Poland? <laughs> and the hospital. In we Kiev. need more money. <laughs> to attack Moscow. <laughs> oh, man. It never gets old with this guy in his freaking sleeves. But he hasn't gone back. It must still be cold there in Europe. He's still rocking the sweater, the long sleeves. Uh, you know, this is a good opportunity to start a, a company, right? Keeve sleeves. We got to get this rolling, man. You get the winter sleeves. You get the summer well, it's sleeves. It's amazing because mooks are wearing Louis Vuitton parkas. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Well, they're friends with Hunter Biden. We all know this. Come on, man. <laughs> Everybody over there is friends with Hunter. Oh, man, you got to play this out. I got to oh, hear this. Guy. Uh, I love this response. We don't attack Putin or Moscow. Uh, we fight on, on our territory. We are defending our villages and cities. The U.S. urging the world not to immediately trust Russia's claims. I would take anything coming out of the Kremlin with a very large shaker of salt. Russia has recently accused Ukraine of carrying out assassinations on Russian soil, including the daughter of a Putin ally blown up in a car bomb and a pro-Kremlin blogger killed by a bomb Russia says was placed in a statue while he was giving a speech at a cafe. Ukraine denied involvement in both cases. President Putin has been accused of sanctioning killings too, including a former KGB officer in London in 2006 and the shooting of a prominent opposition leader outside Kremlin walls in 2015. It was like 20 years ago. 20 years ago. So long ago Trump hadn't even fucked Stormy Daniels yet. (laughs) You guys are talking about a Stormy Daniels timescale here. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That was such an outrageous reference. 2006? Like, then they Ukraine was four years old at the time. (laughs) They still didn't... They hadn't done Crimea or Georgia or any of the other shit yet. Like, what the (laughs) fuck, dude? Ukraine didn't even have time to vote on a uh, national bird. (laughs) We are fucking goldfish, people. Like, we don't remember anything. It's so insane. insane. Like, we just referenced some obscure date in 2006. A dude got... Oh, man. Well, Yuka Shevchenko. You know, was, Bush uh, was <laughs> president in 2006. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is so long ago, it's dude. before Obama, dude. It's we're like... I love it. Like, YouTube wasn't even around yet. Are you kidding me? Like, this we is We didn't insane. even have iPhones. <laughs> we're still rocking the iPods. This is pre-iPhone, people. Oh, my God. Both of which the Kremlin denies... Accusations I asked the Russian leader about two years ago. Mr. President, are you a killer? (laughs) Look, over my tenure, I've gotten used to attacks from all kinds of angles. Did you catch catch Putin's kick-ass evil guy laugh? It's really, it's fucking great. Listen here. You a killer. (laughs) Look, you know what that meant to Polish? Uh, the Russian, he, the translated, it said, no more than Clinton. <laughs> yeah, they, they cut something out there. He definitely gotta, said, no more than yeah, Clinton. Yeah, that's absolutely right. <laughs> All kinds of angles. Some in the West are questioning. You know the why? difference between what? a Clinton and a Putin is? Putin admits he blew up the, par- yes, the apartment building. Uh, that's right. He definitely, he's, he's like, yeah, I poisoned that political appointment, opponent. <laughs> like, of course I did. I needed to get rid I of my I used plutonium because it sounds like Putin. <laughs> <laughs> Someday I'll take over the world. It'll be plutonium. <laughs> when we use it, it's called Putonia. <laughs> I like his evil that was laugh. A great there, laugh. Oh, the laugh seals All it. Kinds of See, Hil- hold on, Hillary. That's why you'll never be a di- the, the dictator you want. <laughs> Hillary had the shrieky laugh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you gotta have a good evil good laugh. laugh. Yeah, good evil laugh. That was quality evil Guy laughter, uh, that big the fan. laugh of a man who's killed thousands. Well, I like you know, Putin, he knows who he is, especially how he's being portrayed in Western propagandized media. Like, he's he's no fool to the game, he's hamming it up, 
he's playing into the character a little. You know, like oh, you, sure. what do all actors in Hollywood say? The best role is the villain. It's the most fun to play, man. Yeah. He's having a blast. Over my tenure, I've gotten used to attacks from all kinds of angles. Some in the West are questioning why Russia would highlight this purported attack, while Russia tonight is threatening retaliation. So uh, it was all over CNN before we went live tonight. Uh, Russia is full-on blaming the United States for the drone attacks now. To which the U.S. said, no, 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 whoever did this blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, too. <laughs> hey yo! Yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah! You got man. the fingerprints. It's the same people. That's so. right! It was the Polacks! <laughs> Bomb Poland, man! You know that's what they're just blaming on Poland! <laughs> well, bad news. Well, good news and bad news. Good news is we found out who did it. Bad news is it was the two Polacks Zelensky blew up. <laughs> That's right. We already got him. Uh, war's <laughs> over. <laughs> we got him, boys. I love it, dude. Yeah. It almost seems like we're fighting Russia. Do you know what it seems like? We are constantly trying to get this baby cooking. You know, like we blew oh, up the yeah. Nord Stream uh, pipeline. We're uh, we're shooting. We're now just shooting the Kremlin, like which is crazy. The video of that fucking drone flying into that thing is really insane looking. You're right, dude. It's like Putin literally just wanted this area of Ukraine. He took it over. He got it. Yeah. And now we're trying to get him to like go into World War Three, and they're just not biting. We're poking the bear, and he knows what's going to happen. And he's, I believe, he's just biding his time. He's, you know, partnered up with China. They're getting their oil deals and arrangements situated in the Middle East and South America. They're even dealing in, you know, a way throughout Europe because Europe is uh, screwed right now uh, energy-wise. Like, uh, he's probably just waiting. As did you see what he, Did you see what he said about the casualty count? I did not, no. So what everybody knows one of the big things that like brought down the Soviet Union was the mothers. Because you can't stop the mothers who are losing their children in war. Oh, not the mothers of invention? Frank no. Zappa's <laughs> fantastic band? <laughs> no, no. All it's right. like you, see, you could send a million kids off to war and not care whether they come back or not, but they got mothers who do, right? Absolutely. So you got all these moms protesting. And they, and like Everybody knows it. All the left-wing media always talks about, like, all these soldiers dying in Ukraine. And the families are, they're fighting Putin. They're rioting in the streets. You know what I mean? That's right, man. Yeah. And uh, somebody, there was, like, this thing where they asked uh, Putin, the U.S. is reporting that you have lost over 100,000 soldiers in Ukraine. Dude, that is so many soldiers. It's a good chunk right. of the force. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, and he just kind of laughed and in Russian said, even I cannot put down 100,000 mothers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I thought like, yeah, dude, if you wow. lost 100,000 soldiers, like there would be fucking people in the streets, right? Like protesting. You know what I mean? You mean the Russians would be protesting? The Russians would be protesting the war. Yes. That was, we're not really seeing much video of protests going on in Russia. We're seeing a lot coming out of France and uh, Israel. Uh, it's kind of so, funny, but well, not to, Russia. To be fair, they are shutting down all protests. You, know, you can't protest in Russia. It's not a right you have. So if you try, you do get that. But it's also, you know, if your son gets sent off to some bullshit war and dies, what's going to stop you? You know? So it's kind of like this whole, you know, what, what is it? I, I don't think 100,000 soldiers have died. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking soldiers, man. Look, this has just been a battle. <clears throat> More than it has been a battle of boots on the ground, this has been a battle of information warfare and uh, whose propaganda team is stronger than the other and whether or not one side has access to the other. And, like, I, I've, you know... yeah. Can the Russians, 
we don't know what kind of shield is over our eyes. And so we're viewing this whole scenario completely in the dark. And so are the Russian people, I can only presume. And really, we live in a globalized society where uh, these elitists have, <clears throat> have us trapped under this veil. And they can project whatever storyline they choose. And so They can even tell you that this kid leaked all the information on Ukraine. Yes. And it is all true. That's why we need to throw the book at him and lock him in prison. But the only thing that's not true are the numbers on how many <laughs> Russians right. died. This is a Snowden like, level <laughs> Snowden level leak they're calling it. Incredible. It's incredible. <clears throat> and that may be one of the most buried stories of the year. You're my witness, man. I almost lost it on a, at the when we were on vacation about it. It kills me. That everybody's talking, like anybody on the left, you bring it up, they're talking about this kid. Nobody's talking about the information he yes. released. Nobody's talking about it. Just like Democracy Now!, Pod Save America, CNN, everybody did a story on, well, turns out uh, Jeffrey Epstein's calendar got released, but it has a <laughs> lot of names on it. Yeah, but why aren't you telling the names? You guys are refusing to fucking say the names. I gotta go online to find the names. Yeah, and they did You're just admitting that this thing came out and it's real. You're refusing to say what it actually says. Just like the papers on Ukraine. Did You're you... not reporting <laughs> on the information. That is a great call. And did you catch one of the names on uh, that list that was revealed? Uh, Democracy Now! did have to report on it. I found it fascinating they tossed in some other names within the list that they provided. Um, nobody unfamiliar to any of us conspiracy theorists out there, but the one that I believe is the reason Democracy Now! chose to report on it is because Nam Chomsky, Noam Chomsky, was on the list. Oh, I didn't hear that. It was really good. He I really was. I hate that guy. And he had to make a public statement on how he's... He's met several times with, you know, world leaders who were genocidal murderers, and you know, it. it he, he, oh, he oh yeah, no, Chosky, yeah. you went down to fucking <laughs> a fuck, I, fuck kid island. Which, which so, sold to talk about way, progressive ideas? That's what you fucking went that's down. That's right. There, you no, did you hear Epstein's island purchased? Yeah, they bought it. You know who bought it? Come on, man. Is this? This is some sort of fucking. St- Operation, dude. The, right? Uh, this is like in your face. It's in our face, man. Everything is in our face. Doesn't it feel like I was reflecting on this earlier? How there's the whole World Economic Forum. They have the Agenda 2030. Here we are. We're steamrolling through 2023, about to head into 2024, pretty close to 2030. Doesn't it kind of feel when you look around at the world's, you know, War Three potential stuff, the viruses, all the oil spills and, uh, you know, uh, tankers falling over on the train tracks, the poisoning of the rivers, look up at our skies, the chemtrailing, you know, chemtrails were trending on Twitter yesterday uh, and it was worldwide. People were putting photographs up from Germany and the UK, it was everywhere. Uh, they're poisoning, poisoning us. On all levels, look at our food. You know, we have uh, food plants throughout the country and the world that have been burning mysteriously. Like, the chaos almost seems like it's on purpose. It does, like, doesn't it just feel like everything has been just turned up to 11 the last year or so? Like, just all the bullshit, all the, like, intense, catastrophic, crazy stuff. The destruction, the chaos, it just seems to have hit a, a, a higher level than ever before. Like uh, w- with the cloud seeding, I always thought, seems like they used to just do it periodically, but now they're just like, nope, we're doing it every day. Fuck you. And well, like now they admitted it. They're admitting it. Right. And, and so like, now, you, now it gives you the, you know, now it's carte blanche. You know, it's fucking. That's right. 
and, and it just seems like all things, you know, uh, it, the destruction's on purpose. There was a video of uh, floating around on Twitter a couple days ago, or maybe it was last night. It was Mitch McConnell. And everyone was commenting on how he looked lost, like he has dementia, or he was, you know, too old to be in office. It freaked me out, man. The video of Mitch McConnell, it looked like a guy who knows what's coming. He had the face of a man frightened and a man who knows something. It looked like a guy thinking, my God, what have I done? (laughs) It really did. It should scare the pants off of everyone. Yes, because it just feels like we've been sold. We've been had, man. There's something fucked up going on with our government. Is anything working for anyone out there anywhere? It kind of feels like nothing's working for us or for you. It feels like everything's against us. Everything. You know what I can't get over is uh, it might be a little hyperbolic. I don't even know. Maybe I'm just exaggerating. Mike, we're talking drone assassins and end of the war. Come on. Are you, you know, end of the no, world. No, I, I got a little crazy, dude. I'm having a hard time being back from Florida. And that, dude, dude, just. Florida was what I remember just America being when I was younger. Absolutely. Does that make sense? 100%. Like, you go down there and it just seems like. They kind of got it figured out. They're keeping everything going. They're make you know they're maintaining the things that should be maintained. For sure, it did feel that. Does it? Does that make sense? It's like I'm here and it's like I'm looking around and I see all these these problems and you guys are coming up with solutions for problems that don't exist. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. You know, the problem in Chicago is not racism. It's fifty percent black. We're not worried about fucking black oppression here. Yeah. We got to worry about crime. Infrastructure. And businesses leaving. Yes. Right? We're the most, one of the most diverse cities in the country. Uh, I take a look around here in, in Denver. I see nothing but dysfunction. Nothing makes sense. There's no practicality to the way anything is ran. It seems like everybody just yeah. kept saying, yeah, 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 we'll make it this way progressive and that way progressive, and we'll appease this group and that group. And all of a sudden now, this is the shit show that we're in. And, it, and then, yeah, you go it's to Florida. It's not working for anybody. Yeah, exactly. It's not, work- it's it's not, not working. working for anybody. No, it's not working for the workers. It's not working for the businesses. You guys said it's working too good for this group and not good enough for this group. So we're going to change it. It's going to be good for everybody. Well, now nobody's doing good. And here's the thing, too, man. You could, <laughs> you could uh, choose a path here, right? You could choose the path of Florida and start kicking that infrastructure, uh, you know, get it going, and just stop wasting your time on the bullshit. Or you could follow the pathways of Denver, Chicago, or even, Mike, New York, and then you have fantastical scenarios like this. And protesters and mourners gathered on the subway. Oh, sorry, folks. Make sure you drink a little water. I didn't mean to pull that one on you. Uh, you We're doing a little Amy Goodman here. It's going to be dry. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while, I know. That's what I was thinking. So I, I thought we'd pepper in a little. I'll be honest, man. Amy Goodman was freaking on one today. I, like, debated between three different news items from her because, uh, man. Good show today. Dude, the language. She was laying it thick, dude. But uh, this... The subway scenario in New York City, I just, uh, I couldn't resist. And I forgot what they were talking about. There was one thing they were talking about today where I was, like, kind of on board with them. I was like, hey, you know what? That's kind of a good point. And then they instantly, like, related it to Donald Trump, January 6th. <laughs> and I was like, how does this? It's like, this doesn't even make sense at this point. Like, what? <laughs> like, I was on board. I agree with your one issue, but it has nothing to do with Donald Trump. The, the, chaos. the guy's been out of office for two years. Three years. <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there at Democracy Now!, but uh, again, check out today's episode, man. Language-wise, there were so many items that she... You're right. I was like, where, where did that come from? Like, what do you... <laughs> why did you stick it in here? She sticks in some fantastic words uh, throughout this piece. Uh, I, I absolutely love. This is one of the greatest 97 uh, seconds 
or so, or no, I'm sorry, uh, 67 seconds of Amy Goodman. And protesters and mourners gathered on a subway platform in Lower Manhattan Wednesday calling for justice for Jordan Neely, a 30-year-old unhoused subway rider and black man who was choked to death Monday while he was suffering an apparent mental health crisis. Okay, just, I really want you guys to pay attention here. It's incredible. I'm so Un- glad you got this. Unhoused, man. Okay, so we, we're no longer homeless. We are unhoused. I, I'm catching this one now. And uh, he was just, he, guys, he was just expressing himself, right? Form in Lower <laughs> Manhattan Wednesday calling for justice for Jordan Neely, a 30-year-old unhoused subway rider and black man who was choked to death Monday while he was suffering an apparent mental health crisis. Neely was a busker well known for his impersonations of Michael Jackson. He- <laughs> 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 Oh, for you little boys out there. Come on, little boys. No little girls. I only like the little boys. This fucking kills me. Just stop talking about this. This kills me right Because I heard it on every fucking left-wing media today. He was known for his Michael Jackson Okay, but was he doing the moonwalk? Or was he fucking attacking people on the goddamn subway? I'm pretty sure if he was doing the moonwalk... He'd be alive today, but he wasn't doing his Michael Jackson impersonation, which you all want to talk about. He was fucking attacking people. Yeah, he had like a history of attacking He was attacking people. people. <laughs> this guy didn't just decide to do the moonwalk, and then some marine lost it and choked him to death. This guy was attacking people. I like, I can't handle it. We haven't got there yet, but you're right. It was a Marine who decided to take matters into his own hands and defuse the situation. This Marine, who I can only assume is a mega Republican, (laughs) decided to attack this unhoused, innocent Michael Jackson impersonator. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? I don't care that he intermittently did the moonwalk in between attacking people on the fucking side of the subway. He's attacking people on the subway. That is the that's like the only thing that's crucial to the story. Not the fact that he liked Michael Jackson. Dude, Michael just, Jackson has like, nothing to do with the story. I can't, like, dude. Everywhere, it's like I'm not kidding on the ape. On the Associated Press website, on the side column, you know, with the, like, you know, the the trending news, it said, like, Michael Jackson impersonator killed on the subway. <laughs> like, that's how they were <laughs> presenting this. Like, like he it's was, like, like, a performer. It's like, me, it's like me going nuts, grabbing a machete, and just killing everybody on the L train, and you going on the news, and you're like, you know, Michael's best known for his juggling. He loved to juggle. <laughs> he liked to juggle. He would juggle before he would rape the women. You see, uh, <laughs> how he did it. It was just, you know, it really showed his uh, innocent kid side. He's a juggler. He's a juggler, Frank. What the fuck are you talking about, Michael Jackson impersonator? <laughs> it's for all the little boys out there. He was reportedly yelling and complaining of hunger and thirst, but had not physically attacked And to be fair, day. worst Michael Jackson impersonation ever. You should have gone after the kid. <laughs> wow. Dude, do you? I want you to catch what you. I'm telling you, this is my one of my all time favorite Amy Goodman's, man. Here we go. Oh, this was a great story. I'm so glad you got it. Well known for his impersonations of Michael Jackson. He was reportedly yelling and complaining of. Wait, wait, wait. Well known for. Well known for his well impersonations known. of Michael Well known? Are we talking to like 20 people on TikTok? <laughs> well known. He was nationwide. He was reportedly yelling and complaining of hunger and thirst. But Yelling and complaining of hunger, hunger and thirst. And now, thirst. according to other sources and people and, you know, witnesses who were there, he was threatening to attack mm. people and said no one could stop him. He was hungry and thirsty. He was hungry and thirsty. All right, well, Frank, no heart. There's, there's two sides to every story complaining of hunger and thirst, but had not physically attacked anyone before three other passengers tackled him on the floor of the train. An unnamed former Marine held Neely in a chokehold. His death has been ruled a homicide and likened to a lynching. To a lynching! Oh my God! Yes, I love it. 
Two on Lynch. Let's I do it one, it one more time for the for the folks in the back of the uh, theater here. Green held nearly in a chokehold. His death has been ruled a homicide and likened to a lynching. This is a, a lynching, because because a guy who lives in New York City, and again, one of the most diverse cities in the world, the most expensive. Right? He's a marine, <laughs> and he woke up and just decided, hey, you know what? I'm gonna lynch a a, a, a black dude today. <laughs> I'm just gonna lynch. I'm just gonna lynch a black dude. That's a bad edit. That's a bad cut right there. Isolation bit. But uh, yeah, keep going. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. No. Or I, maybe this guy was going out of his business, and some dude went crazy. He had a mental break. What are we supposed to do? Just let him attack people? Yes, you're supposed to let him attack people. That's how our. That's how these. And I don't know if you guys know run. this. Maybe the marine would have called the cops. But you defunded them. There's no cops. There's no cops. We've entered a point in society where, you know, vigilantes, Mike, like I tell you all the time, where's your fucking Batman in Chicago? You need him already. Uh, the average guy and maybe the not so average guy, like a former Marine, people who have the abilities to stop crime, they're just going to start taking matters into their own hands. And honestly, when you have a vigilante stopping crime and taking matters into their own hands, you, there's no control over the outcome in that scenario. Well, it's terrible because, man, think about this, dude. You do that in Texas, you're a hero. But this guy's in New York. He might face manslaughter. It's possible. I we're taught here unhoused. When did this enter the scene? Unhoused. I was really I focusing know, on I, that. But one. I love it. The clip goes on where like they bring on this lady who's like, and, well, and don't I got, it. I got it, Mike. I got it right here. Oh, I can't wait. Protesters speaking yesterday from the Broadway Lafayette the subway station. It's the best. A lot of us are closer to homelessness than we are to being millionaires. So to see someone be treated like that. Stop right there. Yes, I know. That's funny. <laughs> Stop right there. Am I closer to being homeless than a beachfront property on in Malibu? <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. Technically speaking. <laughs> I'll give you that one, but I, I would just go on a limb here and say, I don't think neither one's going to happen to me, you know? Yeah, look, um, I, we come from humble background, uh, uh, and my uh, common phrase around the household here is whenever we pass one of uh, my favorite of Jared Polis's homeless encampments he has set up all over the Denver area. Uh, I always say, you know, we are one paycheck away. I always feel that way. I always yeah. believe that. And <clears throat> whether or not that's true, it, that kind of fire should always be under your ass as an earner, as a maker, as a shaker, as someone who's out there paying their taxes and contributing to society. Uh, you should always feel... Like, yeah, I'm closer to that bum than I am to, you know, Mark Zuckerberg. Absolutely. For sure. There's for no sure. doubt about it. We're all in that boat, man. You know, there's no more middle class. We're all fucking poor compared to the rest. All right. Uh, <clears throat> but to say that you're on the same level, you know, as uh, Subway Michael Jackson. <laughs> you know, like, come on i think you know, come on dude. this guy is a mental illness he clearly went bonkers we gotta figure out a way to get these folks with the mental issues housed in some sort of situation that is you know beneficial to society i feel like we used to do it uh maybe they, got, they shut down all the asylums they shut them down well, it was better to let him run the street. I just don't understand what happened with the asylums. Were the asylums crooked? Were those bad places? Is that why we just can't do it? You know, like, uh, you can't have all these crazies locked up together. Right? To be honest, I would have to dig deep. I don't know if it was, like, because they were government-run facilities or were they private-run. I don't know what's worse. I don't either, actually. And... 
it's strange that we no longer have institutions. I can only imagine they were private run, privately run, only because uh, now we're, government. now it's government. Like we're where do the mentally insane go now? Like uh, we declare someone mentally insane. Don't we have mental don't we have hospitals for these people? Well, in Chicago, we give you an orange tent and you go put it up on Lakeshore Drive. Apparently in New York, you set up shop at the subway and do Michael Jackson impressions and then abuse oh, yeah. people. Oh, dude. Oh, you got to keep going. I love where this chick goes. Oh, yeah. We so got good. this. It's Homelessness so and the art of being millionaires. So to see someone be treated like that as a homeless person is scary for people who are, un- are unhoused. We're scary for people who are, who are at risk of being homeless, whose rent is overdue, whose rent is being increased, whose shelter is the next step. So it's really, really scary in a city that is going through a housing crisis to see homeless people being hallelujah that's the moment right there housing crisis wow what starts a housing crisis hmm maybe your fucking regulations that's right right absolutely maybe when in your city when i want to build a house and i can't build it with pvc because it's some fucking bullshit union that supported this candidate so then this candidate supports the code where you could only do cast iron wow (laughs) you know know what i mean like and now it's four times more money to build in chicago proper than it is right outside chicago there it is you're right on the money over regulation man you know where it's pretty easy to build? I'm guessing Florida because they're fucking building. Yes. Absolutely. Right? You can say what you want about unions. There's no potholes in Florida, dude. I didn't run into potholes. <laughs> That's right. Chicago's going to take five years to resurface just the bridges on one highway. <laughs> because you got fucking unions. And I'm not saying unions are bad. But they're too powerful. I, I was curious, you know, we've settled back in here, given a few days to pass. Assessment-wise, really, what are you thinking that is the difference truly between the two places? Does it always, does it really come down to the politics? Or is there just yeah. more corruption going on in certain places than others? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe politics. there's just... Oh, it's all the politics. Yeah, it's just politics? Because I... Yeah. I was kind of thinking, like, maybe Chicago's just so knee-deep in corruption and people, so many, you know, top-level people are lining their pockets that just nothing ever trickles down anywhere. And, uh, you know, everyone's just, you know, rubbing each other's backs there, you know, scratching each other. Like, I, maybe it's just different in other states. I don't know. I, I can only speak for really Chicago. And I know as far as Chicago goes... You just have these the unions and the politicians. It's just become too corrupt, and you know he, it's just this, and it's just and the, it's just this vicious circle of I'm going to scratch your back, you scratch mine, and we just have the most evil people in power. Scratch your back. I said rub your back. I'm more of a masseuse kind of guy, but uh, we'll go with scratch your back. It's a better phrase. And you know I. I was thinking about Jared Polis. I saw a uh, an article about how he's getting a lot of national press about a potential push for you know a presidential run in 2024 if Joe Biden doesn't make it. And uh, you know, I I was thinking about all his policies that he's enacted the last month or so, and you know, they have nothing to do with improving. Truly, the operationing, you know, the operation of Denver, how it's flowing, uh, the rhythm of the city, getting businesses in, it, it all seems backwards. He's just doing talking points to get national notoriety. Oh, Jared Polis is the guy out of Denver passing all these, uh, you know, BLT sandwich bills, and he's uh, doing all these things for women's rights, but not really women. We're talking about the dudes that are women now, and then you know we're we're uh, we're we're stripping the rights of gun owners in one of the uh, 
you know, biggest states for, uh, you know, hunting. And, like, you know, it's just, like, it, it's, it's why is he in this, why is he doing these things and then not fixing the roads? And why is he, you know, why am I cruising through Florida and seeing them expanding highways and here they've done, they can't even fill the holes in the highways, let alone expand them, right? So what's the difference here? And then at the same time, Ron DeSantis also trying to go national, but in the back, in the opposite direction. It seems like Polis and Newsom and all these idiots do policies that are nationally loved, but they destroy their, uh, where they live and in the states that they represent. And then guys like DeSantis enact things that are great for his state, and then he gets national notoriety for those actions. But yeah, he gets shit out of his state. It's crazy. Think about like our aunt, our brother. They hate him. Florida's ranked like number three in education. I know they've done so good. And what all we've heard about is how detrimental Ron DeSantis has been to the children in Florida and the education system. Just because he doesn't want trannies in school. He doesn't want you to teach that your daughter could be a boy or your boy could be a girl. Ron DeSantis posted a picture uh, or he was doing a speech or whatever. He was defending his, uh, you know, they're taking away all these books out of the libraries and the kids' libraries. And he showed a picture, uh, apparently, and it's... (laughs) It's a very graphic image, a cartoon drawn image of a man's gaping butthole and then like a butt plug and, and like it, it, it's in a kid's book, right? And everyone, you know, trashed DeSantis for posting something that was pornographic. And then, uh, it, you know, people didn't realize like, no, it, he's not posting pornographic pictures. He's, he's showing you what he's trying to ban from the kids' libraries. (laughs) So you proved his point. You just proved it's pornographic and it shouldn't be in the fucking kids' libraries. (laughs) Like, we shouldn't have kids have access to any information about butt plugs. I feel like you're proving the guy's point. And he's enacting things that are better for his communities. And here in Colorado... Nothing is getting better about our communities, and all I see on the national news is how fantastic Jared Polis is because he's enacting all these fucking bills that are nationally celebrated. And it's working, dude. I mean, dude, the five days we were there, I heard it numerous times from the Floridians in our family. They said, Ron DeSantis is the worst. He's going after little girls in school. (laughs) That's right. He doesn't want little girls to to be able to learn about their their health, like periods and stuff. Yeah, uh, I don't understand the angle. I don't understand how people get so deceived. Uh, no, but what's crazy you know. is you tell them like you tell all those people like, well, no, he doesn't want like you to tell little girls that they could be boys and then teach them about boys' anatomy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> And then, and like everybody could agree with it, but then at the end they're like, "Yeah, but I still don't like Ron because he's going after little girls." Oh, it's Ron to sanctimonious. It's like I just told you, he's not going. I don't know. No, the it, it, the language has been twisted in so many ways that people don't understand that this guy kind of seems to be looking out for the communities of Florida for their educational system. It's why it ranks so high now. Uh, we were just there. It, the infrastructure, man, I'm obsessed. The roads, the building, everything. It was just, it was happening there. We're dead here stores. in Denver. Dude, you, you, you had shopping mall, like uh, the, the shopping center things. Half of it was destroyed by a hurricane. They're trying to rebuild it, but, you know, all the constructions of companies are busy. <laughs> well, guess what? The whole, every store that's not hit by the hurricane is open. That's right. Dude. Right. Florida's happening, man. They're make you know, and that's why Ron DeSantis, I think, good candidate going forward. But it seems to be no matter who wins the presidency, uh, they're gonna face impeachment. And I only say this because, Mike, I love the guy. I know you truly love the guy. Uh, I didn't used to, and neither did you. But he's now uh one of our favorites, Ted Cruz, <laughs> man, the myth, hard. the legend. He's going hard. But I think this is a slippery slope. 
we called it with the dual impeachments on Trump. The Democrats opened the door to this. It's only a matter of time. This is the world we live in now politically, I guess. Uh, It's just going to be impeachment after impeachment. If Ron DeSantis wins his presidency, I can guarantee he'll be impeached just because here we go with Biden. It it, it absolutely would. In fact, it doesn't have to be a, a high crime or misdemeanor because the Constitution specifies that impeachment lies for treason, bribery, or other high crimes or misdemeanors. Bribery is explicitly noted in the Constitution. And, and, and I got to say, the evidence, not only against Hunter Biden, but the evidence against Joe Biden being complicit and profiting from this corruption is growing and growing and growing. Every week on my podcast, I've verdict with Ted Cruz. I've walked listeners through the detailed evidence that's growing. And here's the tell. Look, I, I think the Biden Department of Justice is going to end up indicting Hunter. But if they indict him just for the gun crime or just for a tax crime, they're going to try to explain it as he's a, he's a troubled soul. He's got substance abuse issues. But look how fair we are. And now we can go target Donald Trump, which is what the Biden Department of Justice really wants to do. That will be the tell if they focus on individual crimes to Hunter and they seal off what makes this a matter of public concern, which is the connection to Joe Biden, the millions Hunter made selling access to daddy when he was vice president. He made it from Burisma the Ukrainian natural gas company. He made it from communist China, 10% for the big guy. And yeah! Merrick Garland, Biden's attorney general, does not want to get near the growing and growing evidence of corruption going straight to the president of the United States. Wow. So do you know why I think he's going to go down for it? Lay They're it not going to go after him for Burisma. They can't. Because, dude, Burisma was paying off everybody, both sides of the aisle. There's, there's a, I forgot. There's a bunch. There's a, there's a couple Republicans kids in there. There's a couple Democrats. Like Nancy Pelosi's son was, I know, getting money from Burisma, but then there's also some Republicans. You know. Oh yeah. And uh, the one thing is though, they got him on China. Nobody else was taking that money from China. They weren't that stupid. Even Swalwell was fucking the hooker, but he wasn't taking them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man. Even Swalwell was like, yo, my bank account's cleaner than my cock, you know? Oh, yikes. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> you, you're saying they got, they got the goods. I think they're going to use the China thing to get rid of him. All right. They have a prob- they All have right. a problem though. You know who I think is the biggest uh hitch and everything? No, I have no idea. I don't think they planned on Kennedy. Kennedy was an interesting uh addition to the scene. You're saying they didn't plan on him polling so well. Right. Cuz it's going to be really hard to get rid of Biden and put in your guy. Like who are you going to put in right now that can beat Kennedy? I don't know. I don't think Kennedy's very a very strong candidate. I don't think he's very interesting. I don't know. Um, right now he's second best. Yeah, but to the dementia guy. But I think they really fear him because he's a very progressive Democrat. But he's also getting all those independents that they lost with the mandates. I don't know, something funny is going on here. I've I've been, since day one, the believer they're bringing in the camel. And they just keep priming her for that spot. No, she's she's done. She does all the the promo picks. No, you're still not. It it doesn't matter how black and female you are. You're not (laughs) making it. You're done. There was a clip floating around about her a couple days ago. She She was in a crowd of... You know, a demographic that she felt a little more comfortable to let loose and let a little slang flow out, you know. And uh, it was pretty funny sounding because it didn't come across very natural. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's nobody likes her. That's the problem. Kind of unlikable. Uh, Even Montel Williams dumped her. (laughs) That's right, too. (laughs) Get it. 
Got a different girl for the threesome. And uh, nobody wants Montel's sloppy seconds either. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't like this impeachment train we're on. We're just gonna impeach everybody. Is that it forever? Impeachment, impeachment. Then it's just a, it's gonna be this vicious yeah. cycle. It would it would serve the Republicans. Uh, maybe for all those in the center, you know, folks in the middle who are just turned off by both parties, quite frankly, you know, be the bigger team, be the good sports out there. Uh, I've always said that would be their best bet. Be the adults. Be the adults in the room, please. You know, don't, don't pull the impeach card. Like, yes, you could do it. I get it. But. You know, how about put together a really good strategy to convince the American public, or at least the part that hasn't woken up to the corruption with the Biden administration, you know, convince them that, like, hey, look, this is what's going on with these guys. Have you ever wondered why everything's so shitty? Because of this. There's, you know, it's very easy to connect the dots when it comes to how America's been essentially sold out to China because they... Uh, own a lot of information on the uh, people occupying the White House right now. I agree. I agree, but dude, I mean, the shit they impeached Trump for was bullshit. This is like an actual... Like, I don't even know if you... Okay, maybe not impeach him. There definitely needs to be a legitimate investigation into what's going on with this Biden family. And we definitely need answers before we allow this guy to run again. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Definitely. I just think uh, the the can of worms from the impeaching process is it's just um it's a circus. It's a media you know just shit show, and stupid. it occupies the attention of America. And then here we are years later, and we're like, why do we have so many potholes? Why is everything so shitty? Like, well, <laughs> we're always paying attention to bullshit we're not yeah. you know focusing on the real deals here maybe the republicans can be you nailed at the adults in the room for five seconds and just say hey uh we're just gonna put on a good show and convince you to vote for us and not for the guy with dementia and uh if if we are smart enough and if we play our cards just right and if maybe we can stop two thousand of Dinesh D'Souza's 5,000 mules, uh, maybe, <laughs> potentially, we could, you know, avoid another stolen election and uh, try and uh, win one for the good guys once. Or I don't think there are good guys, but uh, maybe we can get a little balance in there of some sort, potentially. Whatever happened to Dinesh? Oh, he got, he got shut down. I'm sure he's on that Epstein list, so he got real quiet real fast. He must be on Crowder's show now. Oh man, he took over <laughs> for uh, the little comic dude. <laughs> for Landau. Yeah. Landau, man. Yeah. Landau threw out some trash on Crowder. Uh, he did not have a, an enjoyable experience on that show. Crowder uh, sounds like a rough dude to work with. Fuck Steven Crowder, dude. That guy is the worst. He's the biggest two face ever. Oh, yeah? You're going anti-Crowder right off the oh, bat just right now? Oh, Crowder. I hate Crowder, yeah, dude. Throwing it down uh, before. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm saying Daily Wire is no different than Fox News, but I'm on Daily Wire's side over fucking Steven Crowder. He's a weird dude. Uh, uh, he doesn't seem to be no in a No dude place. that wears that much eye makeup is straight. Get the fuck out of here, We've dude. established this already. He's Canadian. That's why uh, he's kind of a weirdo. I'm just kidding. That's the gay I'm, vibe. I'm joking right. around. That's... I love our Canadian listeners out there. I would never, uh, you know, push you guys around like that. But uh, it's no, no, no. <laughs> dude, man, Canadians are awesome. That's right. the Crowder. I don't like Canadian. the lady fella Canadians like Crowder. Oh, the Those French, the, the French Canadians. That's the French Canadians. Yeah, the French. Oh, yeah, we almost made it. Oh my god, almost made it. so close to the end. That's incredible, man. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> hey, uh, before we go, I want to thank Eric out there for the uh, contribution. You're the man. Really appreciate it. Uh, all the support. Uh, and yeah, you with the what's that lady's name? Oh, see, you even told me, and I forgot again. Oh my god, it's unreal. But always Trump's the- wife, uh, Marlon Wayans. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's our new Don Cheadle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was like Marlon Wayans was his first yeah, wife. Yeah, Marla. Like that. uh, That's who. Isn't that who Eric was done? Uh, or they got. No, they got the daughter from Marla. Oh, well, I'm so glad I got the shout out at the last minute to Eric, one of our biggest fans. We appreciate it. Uh, not, you know, maybe all you know, dude, Sean. Don't want to shortchange you there. I see you there, buddy. Uh, we appreciate all the uh, the listening and the support. Thanks again, folks. Uh, till next time. This was a fantastic show. Uh, it always gets cut off too quickly because it's true without a doubt this is the fastest hour in the universe we'll see you next time